0: Hello to all my beautiful guests, and welcome to the first new episode of the What the Niche podcast in 2021. And just like in 2020, I am your host, Andrew Morris. So how does one begin to give a summation of last year? (laughs) I don't know that I could possibly achieve that feat. But I will take a second to reflect on this podcast. Now, over the course of last year, I had the privilege to talk to people from all walks of life, different beliefs, ethnicities, sexual orientations, careers, interests, and the list goes on. Thus far, I've completed 31 episodes of this show starting last April. I'm proud of what I've accomplished thus far, and I think I'm achieving my goal of providing a platform for people to engage in thoughtful and meaningful conversation. Thank you to everyone who has taken this journey with me thus far. And speaking of how proud I am of this podcast, I am stoked to announce a few things. First, I have officially launched the What the Skit podcast, which showcases comedic skits from varying guests and writers, which was showcased on this podcast as bonus episodes last year. You can find this podcast on all major hosting platforms, including Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, and so on. I'd also like to announce that I will be starting several other podcasts in the coming months to form the What The Podcast Network. With those announcements out of the way, I want to jump right into today's episode, which is a special one to kick off the new year.
1: new mystery virus from China. The variation of the coronavirus.
2: All the victims believed to have visited the same meat and seafood market in Wuhan. First confirmed case
3: so far in the United States. A surge in coronavirus cases on a
4: quarantine ship. They're here to take you right now. Yeah, they are.
2: The risk to the American people remains very low. Tapping Vice President Pence to head up the administration's coronavirus response.
4: Millions urged to work from home. Airlines now canceling flights. The virus now in every region of this
5: country. We don't have enough tests
3: today.
4: Wall Street's worst day in more than a decade. A growing list of schools, events, conferences, and concerts called off. The Olympics
2: postponed. Choppers rushing stores to buy essentials. The World Health Organization is now classifying the virus as a global pandemic. The flu has a mortality of 0.1%. This has a mortality of 10 times that.
4: New York City becomes the red hot center.
5: You picked the 26,000 people who are going to die because you only sent
0: 400 ventilators.
4: Everyone described all the critical care units as war zones. U.S. now leading the world in deaths.
0: Federal government now recommending Americans who live in hotspots to wear face masks. Heartbreaking images like these emerge from Americans flooding food
6: banks. Oh, yeah,
7: Calling for the end to the economic lockdown.
6: I'm not going to let the cure be worse than the problem.
7: 40. Nearly every state in the country back to business.
1: Operation Warp Speed. Vaccine or no vaccine, we're back. Millions flocking to
5: pools and beaches over Memorial Day. Weekend. Social distancing is absolutely critical. Today, we're hitting 200,000 deaths.
4: Each person was so much more than a number. The president tests positive for the coronavirus. An unannounced trip to Walter Reed. I learned a lot about COVID. Thanksgiving struggle, the hospitals running out of beds, log jams at testing
7: sites. TSA has processed more than 7 million passengers. Nothing stopping me
5: nothing. The FDA formally authorizes emergency use of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine. This is what we've been been praying for. Healthcare workers lining up to receive
1: their shots just as the U.S. surpasses 300,000
5: COVID deaths. An American is now dying every 36 seconds.
4: This is the reality of what COVID really
0: This intro will be less of a poetic musing, and more of a cathartic reflection. The past year tested all of our resolve. Relationships with friends and families were stilted. Jobs were either lost or changed forever. I myself am a teacher, and I found myself tossed into a situation I wasn't prepared to tackle. My job depends on the ability to connect with a hundred plus individuals on a daily basis. Achieving this task through the means of tiny digital boxes housing these huge personalities is, well, incredibly difficult. But, at least I was able to keep working. At least my bills were paid and my family was healthy. The learning curve to teach in a virtual world was incredibly steep and arduous. Many days my eyes ached from the pains of the blue light punishing my pupils with its unforgiving rays. Oftentimes my stomach twisted into knots because of the sheer uncertainty of it all. But at least I had a few kids who logged in just to simply ask how I was doing. At least I had a few friends who continually checked in on me. At least I was still physically able to walk my dog. And I promise, amidst many of the moments last year, I truly struggled with being positive. There were days I felt like I was accomplishing nothing. I've gained weight. I gained stress. And I I gained a few little pieces of facial hair. And the hard days, boy, they were tough. And I'm sure there's still plenty more to come. However, I find solace in knowing that I've seen a thousand difficult days before. And yet, here I am, persevering. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is, we can come out the other side of all this insanity better than we were before. And today I chose to have some of my guests from 2020 send me clips of how they got through one of the most seemingly impossible challenging times. Editing this was tough because I didn't want to steal the organic nature of their words. But just know that all of my guests that you'll hear from today They've struggled, they weren't always happy, and yet they still managed to find a silver-hued lining to the world, so I'd like to thank each of them. Braxton Gaither, Autumn Barefoot, Dusty Sutherland, Jed Bryan, Kyle Tipton, Matt Clayton, Guilty Wilson, Tabby Gray, and Deandra Laser. For fighting through the urge to just submit to the tribulations of last year. They managed to find something positive to share with me and my listeners, and hopefully their positive words will help you in starting your year off with a smile, or even better, maybe just a little inspiration.
8: get through the year with a positive outlook you know what i have no idea (laughs) there are times when i i I just how did i get through the year period (laughs) i guess i had entertainment to look forward to uh one of the many things i did was uh well stage performances the lincoln trail college theater here in uh, our area we uh we did a performance uh uh, it's called a delightful quarantine it's really kind of fitting it was written back in i think 2016 so it really didn't have any... No, 2008 was when it was written. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't have anything to do with uh, quarantines uh, from a virus. It was Aliens, and it was a really cool play. And uh, we did it wearing face masks and everything. Or not face masks, but uh, shields, the the clear shields. Uh, we tried to do some streaming with it, but with the lighting uh, reflecting off the shield, I don't think that was as successful as, successful as it could have been. And then uh, we did a little Christmas show. At, uh, there's this old opera house that's been around since the late 1800s, and they're rebuilding it. It's the Fife Opera House in downtown historic Palestine, Illinois. Um, anyway, they've refurbished it several times over the past couple of years, and we did a Christmas show, a variety show that we broadcast also on the radio, and uh, I was the host for that. And it was it was kind of like a, a Prairie Home Companion, you know Garrison Keillor's old show, kind of like that is what the inspiration was uh, for our broadcast. And uh, those two performances, that kept me going. I mean, again, entertainment is my thing. That's my shtick. That's what I do. And I guess that's my niche. And that's what kept me going. Uh, I mean, muddled through it. That's about all I can say. I just muddled through it. What keeps me motivated is, uh, well, <laughs> the fact that what else am I going to do? You know, I, I'm one of those guys that it, it's, it's not a matter of what I'm doing. It's, it's what I have to do uh in other words what i'm trying to say here is that uh you know i can get up and i can complain every day about going to work and uh you know and 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 and, you know COVID. (laughs) yeah complain about that but i don't i just say well you know what everybody else is complaining i need to go on and do something so i don't know so my favorite memory of the year has to be gee i would almost say the one of the conventions we went to, which is the Fright Night Film Fest, where I met you, Andrew Morris. Not because I met you, though, but don't so get a big head. <laughs> but, uh, well, I guess it helped. You were part of it. It wasn't just you by yourself, but as you were part of meeting all these cool people that making independent films, getting together, doing the best they can during a pandemic and uh, sharing their wares. And it was just that was awesome to see that a lot of independent uh, artists out there. And uh, that was part of the highlights, part of the highlights. And uh, Andrew Morris, again, it was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, It was fun to see someone motivated that just said, hey, I got a pandemic. What am I going to do now? Oh, let's start a podcast. Well, you did. And it's a very, very good podcast. So I'll give you that because I love listening to it. It, it, Again, it has that NPR quality feel to it with your production. So thank you, Andrew Morris. Maybe you're the one that got me through COVID-19 on 2020. Maybe. Have a great one.
7: Uh, Autumn Barefoot, a makeup artist that was featured in the Women in Horror series. Um, First question was, how did you get through this year with a positive outlook? Um, Always remind myself to be grateful no matter the situation. Um, And you have to remind yourself this isn't going to last forever. So um, find things to look forward to on and just continue to live your life and uh, things will get better. Um, What are some things you use to keep you motivated? Um, Lots of hiking and lots of uh, getting myself outside and moving. Um, One thing that was great about this year was me and my nephew got into this routine of taking long walks exploring in the woods and just getting outside and um, something to look forward to every day and then i have a great group of friends that um, we could socially distance ourselves outside together (laughs) so hiking and kayaking and uh, we did this at least once a week and so it was always something um, to look forward to Um, what is your favorite memory from this year another cool thing that uh, my family did but we would get together for an hour via um, online and do a craft together and just laugh and catch up and it was pretty cool to, you know we don't get to see each other all the time but this way we were able to see each other all the time so it was um, another way to get through this and stay um, on the more positive side something to look forward to and then I just want to wish everyone a happy and healthy new year um remember to be kind and support each other in the coming year and uh here's to a better year ahead (laughs) thanks
1: bye um i went through the year like i do most years looking at it through the lens of opportunity how am i going to make this thing that is uh reasonably out of my hands work in favor of being able to create a sense of self-worth and growth (laughs) um and that's kind of basically how i looked at the year like i look at any other year um i looked at the year as much as it is a clusterfuck as a uh, means for opportunity how can i better myself that's literally how i looked at it i i rarely look at things from the view scope of just being positive because i feel like that negates any other thing that isn't necessarily positive or considered positive um uh looking or feeling um i just i just look at it as an opportunity um some could say that that's positive i guess but it also could be negative you could fail from opportunity um and you learn. Therefore, somebody would also say, "Well, learning from a failure is kind of positive." And anyways, I just looked at it as an opportunity of possibility. Um, and so I've taken the year to learn and grow and read up on things that I haven't read. Uh, what are some things to keep you motivated, or kept uh, you motivated? Um, I don't know. No, I don't know that these are not inherently motivating, but they have kept my morale up which is reading um, reading books and by proxy if I'm working on something, listening to an audiobook. book, um, reading, playing video games, and my then-girlfriend, now wife. Third question is, what is your favorite memory of this year? You know that thing when I said my girlfriend now is my wife? I married, I married my girlfriend this year. I married Colleen, and it's the craziest thing to me. It makes me really happy, but it ultimately is the craziest thing because I, th- at no point in my life did I ever think that, that was going to be a thing, honestly. Marry somebody that I held incredibly dear to me and I love absolutely. There was another thing that this year was really nice that I did, which I do pretty much any other year, but being able to support other artists. Um, like that to me is one of the best things ever is when I get to support other artists in their pursuit of happiness. That shit is the greatest thing, it's the best thing that you can do. And I'm not just talking about buying some of their art, although that's a massive portion of it. Um, Being able to support artists and people that are on their career path to progress and be better. Uh, There was a guy I found on TikTok, and I've since been, having have a really nice back and forth with, with him uh, about his art, and like, I've been giving him some uh, tips to better certain things, and he's, he's progressed and bettered himself throughout that process. Um, I don't know. I think at the end of the year, uh, I hope that 2021 um, is a little bit better. I know that it's going to be the runoff from 2020 and next year is going to be trying and rough and tough. But I, I think that if at the most worst part of this year, I can support artists and marry my wife, it, it's looking up pretty. It's, it, it's it, I feel like I feel like it's a good thing to look up on uh, for next year, hoping that it will be better than 2020
6: get through it with a positive outlook by being hopeful about the future about how people will be toward one another about thinking more about living in the moment instead of constantly putting things off hoping that people would live life a little differently and being able to look at the situation and surprisingly handle it better than i thought I would say my favorite memory from this year was (laughs) TikTok related because I've accomplished some things that I've always wanted to do. And one of them was to get a viral video or a video that gained at least a million views within a short amount of time. And I had that and it is now approaching a couple months later and it's now approaching five million views. And it's such a simple video that I have no idea how it got as many views as it has or, or why, but it did, and I got to check it off my bucket list. And as a content creator, that was huge for me. So that was definitely one of my favorite memories. There's a lot to be excited about and look forward to in the future mostly because this pandemic will be behind us, but I hope everyone really does take things pretty seriously. Every moment in life is precious, and that people don't take anything for granted anymore. That if you want to do that trip or you want to see that person, you go and do it now, today, because you don't know what tomorrow could hold. I mean, the things that we thought were never going to change because of our modern world, they really did. So it's really important to live life to the fullest always. I am Deandra Laser. I am known as Sassy Sledgehammer online. You could find me on TikTok, which isn't as horror related as it's more so for cosplay for a different character, but I do have some horror on there. Sassy Sledgehammer on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening, and I hope you guys have a very happy 2021. Stay strong, we got this.
0: A lot of great things have come out of 2020, but some really awesome things have come out of 2020. Um, Being able to slow down and have really good conversations with family members and friends that I wouldn't otherwise have time to have because of uh, work schedules and uh, kids' uh, school schedules. Uh, And also, uh, being able to get uh, a lot more involved uh, with my church and church family uh, and being able to actually help uh, more people um, uh, through this time. It's been very uh, cathartic uh, being able to reach out uh, and and having the ability to help uh, with other people that actually need it. So some great things have come out of 2020 and obviously some really bad things, but the best things that have come out is... Uh,
8: better and stronger relationships
2: Hello, I'm writer director Jed Bryan Known for the Amazon Top 10 Selling horror film Unlisted Owner And the upcoming horror anthology 13 Slays Till Christmas uh, I wrote and directed the segment Kringles the Christmas Clown That'll be coming out uh, in February 2021 But you can pre-order it right now Uh, This year's been rough on all of us, especially in the uh, the filmmaker community. Uh, It was kind of a tough year. Uh, Actually, in February, we were able to film our segment for 13 Slays, and a couple weeks later, the pandemic hit, so we were very lucky to be able to get our segment filmed. I know there's a lot of other filmmakers that were unable to get their film before the pandemic set in and all the restrictions, so we were very, very lucky to get ours filmed when we did. Some of the things that motivated me through this pandemic were just uh, hearing other filmmakers talk about what projects that they had and coming up in 2021 and things they were planning and things they were writing. So it was just kind of, it was great to hear other filmmakers talk about some of the stuff that was inspiring them and getting them motivated. And it kind of helped me get me, keep me motivated through this pandemic to get some scripts written and some ideas flowing that uh, have been on the back burner for a little while. Um, <clears throat> Probably my favorite memory from this year was actually attending the, uh, the, the limited premiere of 13 Slays uh, in Owensboro, Kentucky. They did a, uh, a, a screening there, uh, and I think it was uh, last month. And uh, we were able to uh, see the film, and it's full with everybody's shorts put together. That was pretty amazing. Um, what are some things you use to keep
3: you motivated? Uh, obligation. Um, I think that both Travis and I were raised to be the type of people that if you say you're going to do a thing, you're thereby obligated to do the thing. Um, Almost like a samurai-style code of honor gig. And so a lot of it was even though 2020 seemed bound and determined to lob uh, obstructions in our paths, both singularly and uh, together in our separate and combined endeavors, um, we still have that motivation or code of honor thing in the back of our head saying, well, okay, so the shit has hit the fan word we'll put on a poncho um gotta keep moving I mean while while it wasn't easy our 2020 experience is not as bad as what a lot of people went through and so yeah um just bloody minded fuck it let's do the thing that was really the motivation what is your favorite memory from this year? So for me, my favorite memory is the entirety of, of haunt season. Like to have accomplished so many personal goals within that because you know, in, in my uh, jurisdiction within the, the our haunt, it is, you know, the show the show is 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 my domain and to know that not only did we fare well as far as attendance our reviews were glowing and that was hard earned from everybody involved and to have what i consider like our best artistic, financial, world-building, et cetera, et cetera, you know, year in the middle of this shitstorm. Like, that's... If there's something keeping me motivated now, it's that. Throughout the year, it was tough, and we just kept going. But I'm taking all of the positive juju from having a good year forward so that we can build on that. and.
4: How did I get through the year with a positive outlook? You gotta take it one day at a time. Knowing that the next day is closer to something better. Next year will be better. What are some things that I use to keep me motivated? Our son. If we can show him how much shit that we have been through this year, and through perseverance and hard work, anything is possible my favorite memory this year i have a lot but i've narrowed it down to two um we have not one but two doggos and one is a puppy and i've never had a puppy before i would not suggest getting a puppy (laughs) and then finally we have a house after 10 years it came through and it has a built-in fire pit in the backyard which was an absolute plus so if i can go ahead and shamelessly plug everything we have the trash goat productions uh, which is our production company that we are trying to get out there and make ourselves known we do movie shorts we do youtube shorts We are in the writing process right now of another movie, hopefully to go over an hour. You can also check out the Trash Reel podcast. Um, You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Breaker. I'm pretty sure it's uh, on a lot of platforms. And then last but not least, my Louisville Halloween family. We've got some awesome shit planned for 2021 you definitely don't want to miss it. Or if you would like to be a part of it, visit LouisvilleHalloween.com, hit your menu button, hit your Halloween jobs and apply there. We would absolutely love to have you in our family.
5: 2020 hasn't been a good year for a lot of people. There's been social unrest. There has been, um, you know, people have lost their lives. They have lost their businesses. And I feel like we should help those people who have lost their businesses and, um, as much as possible. And I want to thank the frontline workers um, and the healthcare workers that have kept us uh, safe. So um, so first things first, um, I've been extremely thankful because I've been able able still to chase my passions, which is music, um, been able to write music still um, and, and perform. Um, and, um, you know, I'm trying to keep that, you know, that ball rolling. And, you know, one thing that has inspired me through this whole entire thing is that I've realized the power of knowing your self-worth. And I've known that for a few years now. Um, don't let anybody drag you down. Uh, I've seen a hashtag called cancel the noise that has gone around social media. Don't really know what it means. Um because I don't really pay attention to a lot of trends, but cancel the noise to me is cancel the negativity that you see around you. Um, if you see somebody hating on what you're doing, you gotta, you gotta cancel it. If you see somebody um, trying to suck the energy out of a room when all you wanna do is be positive, you gotta cancel it out, you gotta cancel that noise, okay? Because the only person that really knows your self-worth and if you know that you're you know striving to reach a goal, the person that knows what you can do is you. Okay. So, um, if you're really succeeding in life and there's people around you that are, you know, that want to detract from that and you got to cut them out. Right. So, um, and don't let the things around you that you can't control, um, really affect your day to day basis. You know, if there's something bad going on in the world that you can't control at that moment, don't stress out about it. Focus on yourself you know, that's what I've seen. What I've noticed from a lot of people who have succeeded in life and, uh, try to take tools from as many people as possible. And, um, the people that have really, um, trailblazed and succeeded and achieved their goals. I try to learn from them as much as possible, try to apply it to my life. Um, so that's just my thing is that I'm thankful this year that I've that I've, been employed, that I haven't lost my job. My income hasn't changed, and I've been able to focus on myself and what I can achieve because that's all we can do right now. Um, you know, um, trying to stay safe during this whole thing. So, um, again, Andrew, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Love what you do. You're t- trying to talk to people from all different kinds of uh, backgrounds, and I think I think that is something definitely in this world today. Uh, with how divided we are. That is a very important mission. And I think a a lot of people should adopt that as well. So again, let's have a more positive 2021. Happy New Year.